It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. What's up, heard that nation listening in the United States and around the world. You are now listening to the heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you are watching right now on YouTube, 
hit that subscribe button for me so that you will be in the know of every new episode that comes out and the amazing guests that I have on the show. Like the one that I have here, another business, small business spotlight that I want to have everyone know, especially if you are a fan of baked goods like I am, especially my husband. Uh, she is phenomenal. She has phenomenal cookies and other treats that she makes. She's a pastry chef. She's an entrepreneur, a small business owner. Uh, those that have known her for a while, and I met her and I had the honor and privilege of meeting her during club quarantine that have that follow her page and have heard her sing. Absolutely amazing. I'm waiting for her to go on one of these shows. American Idol needs to give her a call or something because she needs to go on tour, cut a record or something like that. So very talented, very faceted. And I'm looking forward to hearing her story and inspiring so many people that want to start a small business. Chef Megan Ashley, welcome to the Heard That Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited and honored to be here <laughs> talking with you. I haven't stopped smiling because I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Hey, listen, the energy and, and, the, and the feeling is mutual because like I said, we met in Club Quarantine uh, and then we finally met face-to-face -face last year at uh, Club Quarantine Las Vegas when you had your pop-up, which was very successful. And all I got to tell the listeners and those that were watching is you had to be there because she had a variety of amazing <laughs> treats. People were very satisfied. I saw people that were trying to savor every single bite and every single morsel and then try to take them on the plane. Yes, this is true. This is a fact. Hand raised. Uh, <laughs> but Isn't let me, true? yes, but let me start with every business and every business owner has an inspiration, has uh, an idea that they have written down of what they want to do. Yours, you know, you are a talented pastry chef. So who was the inspiration behind you getting into baking? Or did you see someone on television? Was it, you know, your parents or your mom uh, that, you know, started baking and you were intrigued by that? Like how, how did everything uh, as far as baking start for you? So to be honest with you, it was kind of a combination of all of that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, but uh, initially, of course, with family, uh, my grandmother was an incredible baker. She was... She was phenomenal. My mother, insane baker, just just wonderful, um, excellent cooks. Um, I have actually my uncles that um, are incredible, incredible chefs. I have an uncle who's a master chef. Um, I had an uncle that went to culinary school, and he, um, I, I still call him and get tips and things like that. And my great grandmother, she was actually an excellent cook and baker. So it's the family thing. And um, I just was kind of the kid that always wanted to be in the kitchen, just interested in knowing. And, you know, my one of my aunts, she always tells me that I'm an old soul, mm -hmm. but I always wanted to be in, I wanted to learn how to cook like the grownups. Mm -hmm. And the other um, inspiration as far as television, I was the kid that loved watching Julia Childs. Yes. Seriously, like she was an icon and idol for me personally. I would turn on PBS. <laughs> and she would draw you in, show. whether it be something that she does she with would. fish or chicken or turkey or whatever it is. Her voice and her personality would draw you in, right? Right, right. And I was like, I could just imagine myself, you know, doing something along those lines. And I was just fascinated with her. And I'm like, you know, the other kids are watching transformers and i'm like julie Childs is on <laughs> you seen her um i think it was like a documentary it was called julia 
Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. I did. And I loved it. I yeah, such a great watch it. for those that are listening and watching. Check out Julia. Yeah, that that was very fascinating. And finding out about her life and then getting into French cuisine cooking and uh, so many doors that she opened up for so many people. I, I mean, I love that documentary. Plus, I was getting mm -hmm. hungry the whole time watching it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I think I that I watched um, Chef you know, all these different things. And I'm like, usually I'm hungry by the end, but I'm also inspired. <laughs> so from that inspiration from uh, and everything that you had said that you mentioned, what was one of the first things that you attempted to bake or did bake and then you were able to uh, take to like an event or to a party and then somebody had mentioned, you know, oh my gosh, Megs, you got, you, you got something here. So I started very, very early. Um, and my first dessert that I remember making was red velvet cake. Mm -hmm. And I have been making that for a very, very long time. Like I was a kid learning how to make that. And um, it turned out good the first time. It was better the next time. And then my mom transitioned me into making like German chocolate cake. So then it was like, I would do the red velvet and the German chocolate cake. And for me, the biggest was uh, learning how to make our family rolls. Mm -hmm. So like the yeast rolls, that was like a huge thing. So and everything, the, and everything you made, like you said, your red velvet, everything you made was from scratch, correct? Yes. Yeah. That, that's for people to know there's a difference between yes. box <laughs> and scratch. Yeah. My, my family would, wouldn't have it any other way. So <laughs> thank you. Just want to drop right. that disclaimer in the chat right now that there's a difference between <laughs> box and scratch. Please continue. Chef. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I learned those and, you know, it started with my mom's approval, you know, she would, cause she's a very sweet lady, but she's very straightforward and she'll mm -hmm. let you know in her own way, you know, what she could have did a little different. But when I got to the point where she was like, oh, this is good. Or she would tell other people. Mm -hmm. That's when I felt like a grown up. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know, she makes the excellent work. Oh, she's got the rolls down pad. And so that's, that's kind of the first thing, but the red velvet was the first and I kind of, you know, tried to work on that as much as I could. And then um, I had some coworkers that had asked me about it. So, and this was, oh, this was probably over 15 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And I made a funny story. I made a red velvet cake for one of my coworkers. And he said, well, I'll pay you for it. So I only charged him for the ingredients. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, and I'm like, it's, if you make it from scratch, it's not a cheap cake. Yep. So he, I made it for him. It was a hit for this party he went to. And he asked me if I would give him the recipe because he knew that his wife could make the same cake. And at the time I wasn't in business or anything. So I was like, okay. And I mm -hmm. gave him the recipe. That man came back to me twice and kept saying, you left something out. And I'm like, no, but every time that I would tell him, he would have like, well, she decided she would do. And I'm like, she's not following the recipe. And then he's like, well, it was a pretty expensive. So she would get the cheaper ingredients. And he's like, but it didn't taste the same. I'm like, so he found my number after I had left the job. It was mm -hmm. two years later. I haven't changed my number in years. Mm -hmm. He found my number again and still insisted that I left something out of the recipe because his wife never got it right. And I very nicely told him, well, it sounds like your wife doesn't know how to read or follow instructions. Right. So he was, but he, he never forgot the cake. So listen, <laughs> ladies like, and gentlemen, you, you cannot take a, a cake that someone has made and mind you, 
this is step-by-step -step ingredients that she gave somebody and think that you're going to better it and it's going to taste the same as your previous. By skimping. By skimping. <laughs> right. Okay. And, and shout out to all the bakers and those that do stuff from scratch. Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, do not shortchange these people. The, the ingredients that cost to make something cost money. So <laughs> people yeah, need was, to know that. Hilarious. People I need to know that. Yeah, I couldn't believe he called me. It was two years later. And I just, I thought it was hilarious because I'm like, sir, I, I did not hide the ball. I gave you everything that, mm -hmm. you, that you needed. But every time you tell me there's a but or a well, and I'm like, they're not getting the disconnect. So, you know, I didn't say it, but I'm like, lose my number. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Because you can only tell people so many times. I'm like, I gave you step by step. I gave you the ingredients. I gave you. It's what you end up doing with it, how you make it. Right. Right. That's because that's what some people are like. You gave them the recipe. I'm, I'm not like that. My family's not like that. My yeah. grandmother wasn't like that because like, it's still not going to be the same. So no, yeah. because the person that makes the, the 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 cake, the cookies, the pies, and all of that, I feel and I agree with you. You, you can pass off the recipe to so many people and everything else. The original person, the original creator of that treat, of that cake, it, that cookie, it, it's a different different vibe. It's a different flavor from everybody else mm -hmm. that has that. To me, that, right. you know, that's my opinion about that. And I'm sure many people will agree. So when you're putting your whole entire, um, your concept together of, you know, you, you're doing your cookies and all that, and you're getting that great approval for your mom because moms know you know, Maybe. either you got it <laughs> or you don't, and you need to like do something else with your life. Right. <laughs> she is the perfect, you know, critic for your stuff. And she knew that you had it. When was it where you felt doing the next step and starting to form a business for yourself? Um, it really kind of started amongst my peers because mm -hmm. I was kind of, you know, a lot of people in certain age groups and, you know, not, if you're not somebody's grandmother or like, older mother a lot of people you know you're focused on your career and yeah. things like that so I became the unique one that could make something like somebody's grandma so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so it started with that with friends like you know hit me up like hey can can I can you make me this you know and they you know send the money or whatever and I I started shipping years ago maybe <laughs> like seven eight years ago but it wasn't you know, and I had a bit really before I even started with the baking, I was doing the culinary side of things. And I, my first business was Meg's Meals. Mm -hmm. So I was doing meal prep and I would um, actually go into, I would go into people's homes, meal prep for them for the week for their families. Mm -hmm. They and I'd have them in the containers, you know, freeze them, all of that good stuff. And um, I had went to, I was doing a contract assignment in um, North Carolina and I linked up with um, this doctor and she and her husband had super busy schedules. And so when I left, they were like, uh, so what do we do now? And um, for a good while, I was um, shipping their meal plan. So I would freeze everything, overnight mm -hmm. it. They'd have to put it right in the freezer and everything. And it was fun, but it was exhausting. Yeah, It was very exhausting, especially with food. So I was like, okay, I got to do something else. And the baking is definitely more therapeutic for me, but it mm -hmm. really is started with my friends and then kind of went from there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make the transition and switch this up because cooking is wearing me all the way out. So <laughs> meal prep is no joke. It's not. It's, it's not. not. I had to you know, create the menus and I was doing all of that. And I was like, 
my brain hurts a little. Because <laughs> you went, it seemed like you went from like, you know, preparing the meals, cooking the meals, and then literally you were like a nutritionist and you were a dietitian and all of that wrapped into what you were doing. I see why that you found baking be more therapeutic. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I do love to, you know, make the healthy suggestions of it. I'm like, eh, bacon just kind of, you know, worked out and then um, you know, just to further that, I did, you know, went to culinary school and really kind of really, that's when I really started kind of honing my passion for it mm-hmm. and, you know, learning just enough that I'm like, okay, I can, I could see myself doing this and learning, you know, production and things like that. So mm-hmm. that really helped, but yeah, shout out to my friends and my family. <laughs> when you did your early stages of your business, and you knew what you were going to do. How did the name come? And then how many items at that time did you have? Did you start off with on your menu just to get your feet in the water, so to speak? So I love the question of how the name came about because it does have a sentimental um, connection to uh, my mother's youngest brother. He used to, it was jokingly, they used to always joke about my personality and kind of keep compared to um, uh, Raven Simone's character on That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. But every time he would see me, he would call me Oh So Megan. And he'd be like, Oh So Megan. <laughs> 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 he, would, he would say it all the time. And so it was kind of a, um, he, he passed away some years ago, but mm-hmm. we all, you know, when they have like your parents that have the younger siblings, you have a little bit of a different relationship with them than your older right. aunts and uncles. Right. And uh, we had a cute little nickname for him. And so, you know, I was like, I was trying to think of something. And at the time, cupcakes were huge. And it was like a big thing. And I was making a lot of cupcakes. And that's what mm-hmm. I was getting ordered for events and things. And I was like, you know what? I think he has something there. So that's how I came with the Oso, you know, so I was like Oso cupcakes. But the Oso, that's that's from my Uncle Al. <laughs> You're right. Shout out to Uncle Al. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Al. And then, um, yeah, so when I started out, it was mostly cupcakes. Um, The cookies kind of came along, well, really the cookies came along during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But um, I had my my signature cupcake is the the, uh, strawberry lemonade. And then I made a few other lemonade flavors from that. And then, you know, of course, red velvet. I have a purple velvet. Um, But I'm Purple velvet, hold up. (laughs) <laughs> ma'am what is the purple velvet um you know what it's it's a it's a mix of flavors it's a mix of a few different flavors together that just kind of came into something a vanilla base but then I mm-hmm. kind of threw in a little bit of this a little bit of that to give a little bit of a different flavor but it has like the same texture as the red I may so need a little not- bit of that to come to my house I mean that's not- <laughs> I love red velvet cake and then you just just turned my whole entire palette around. I'm like, hold up, purple. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a mix of unique flavors, but that's that's my thing. I was always trying to think of something that that sounded a little different, tasted mm-hmm. really good. You know, you might not be able to catch all of the flavors, but I'm always experimenting. It's it's a thing for me to just be like that. But yeah, cupcakes were the thing. So it was like the banana pudding, the strawberry lemonade, mm-hmm. um, the red velvet. And I think I had a um, kind of like, um, it was a chocolate caramel mousse, but it tasted like uh, coffee. And mm-hmm. then I did have the vanilla latte 
vanilla chai latte. Those were the ones. Oh, and German chocolate. So that was my my menu, mm-hmm. <laughs> along with you know some of the cakes that I make, like the pound cakes and you know things like that. So that's how it started. And then um, when the pandemic hit, it was like, okay, let's switch this up. Mm-hmm. So I started experimenting with well. A little bit prior to that, um, I had started experimenting with different cookie recipes and trying to create my own recipes. And it's it's funny to me because I know where some of them started and what they yeah. the cookies look like and what I kind of changed up, switched up, and what they look like now is like totally different, but it's the same base. But um, I started with kind of experimenting with cookies before then and having you know family and stuff test that out. And then once the pandemic hit, it was like okay it is much easier to get cookies somewhere than I, I knew I couldn't do cakes. I mean, the cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just kind of, that's kind of how it went. And then, you know, after everything with uh, club quarantine, mm-hmm. you know, that's what kind of just, you know, and I had time to do it. So I love hearing stories about that, especially during the pandemic where it was a time where yes, literally the whole entire United States was put in a timeout because we couldn't travel, couldn't go nowhere. I mean, for me, what was therapeutic is I would just would go walk to my car, go in, turn on the radio and pretend like I was going somewhere because I'm like, mm-hmm. I just needed to get out. I needed to, yeah. uh, you know, feel the fresh air. But that also for me was inspiration for this whole entire show. And mm-hmm. that, that whole entire uh, dynamic and that transition for me is just like, I'm not going to sit here and panic about, you know, being furloughed and, and right. not be able to work. And, you know, my nephew moved down here uh, from Michigan. Uh, to enjoy his senior year, which was cut short because everything that was happening was going on. So it's so great to hear that during the pandemic, how you, you know, got creative and you were coming up with different flavors and different marketing strategies and everything else. So during that time, Meg, um, when did you, when did you, did you notice that your sales were taking off more so during the pandemic or was it at a stagnant, you know, it definitely it it picked up because I think people well for one everybody was at home yeah oh yeah (laughs) so to it was kind of like everybody was at home and they had a lot more time to pay attention to social media so Mm -hmm. I was like I'm definitely going to use this to my advantage because I'm home too yeah and um you know just and I, I have a marketing background somewhat I actually started out doing like web design and web building and things like that but Mm -hmm. that was exhausting too and I wasn't passionate about it so I I, I'll do things for my friends every now and then (laughs) right and that's what I was going to ask you too because your website is very easy it's it's attractive it you know it has been the background all your delicious bakeries but it's just so simple of okay this is what I have offered I'll click here this the price is how much you can get per so it isn't so complicated did you have a problem also did you have a problem with um mailing because again during that time you know getting packages in and out and everything else and the 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 warehouses and companies especially with the products that you need I'm sure um did you have issues with that with getting certain ingredients for any of your recipes so the ingredients not so much um you know, luckily I was able to go to like Restaurant Depot, which mm-hmm. they, they did pretty good with keeping things, the things that I, because a lot of people, they were going at that time, mostly for necessities and, yeah. you know, things like that. So 
the the treats they kind of you know left mm-hmm. those alone <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know every now and then I would run into an issue with something but for the most part you know thankfully that I was able to to do that now as far as the shipping it was it was strange it was like off and on I would have issues with delays or you know even like as a result of that I realized that I needed to change my packaging because I was doing the cookie tins and they're very pretty mm-hmm. and I was sealing them but people were getting uh basically like ice cream toppings <laughs> which is which is a kidding. benefit I feel because you got to enjoy a whole cookie and if you had crumbs left over you put it on top of a Sunday right. I messaged you about that and I said listen every single crumb was utilized for its purpose, when my tin arrived, we still have the tin. As my husband's asking me, when are we refilling it? I'm like, soon, sir, it'll be all right. <laughs> but I, I found no problems with that. You know, that's just me in my household. So. Don't you go anywhere. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast will be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books, because many of them I found that they they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine. And he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to trevorromain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com, check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, Save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code HEARDTHAT. Save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The delays were weird, but I tried to stay aware of what was going on with the um, with the taskmaster, the, what do you call it? The male guy, whatever, that's over everything. Oh, yeah. The person, yeah. He the postmaster, was, yeah. He, postmaster, that's what I meant, not taskmaster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, postmaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he was making all kinds of crazy changes Mm -hmm. it was in the news constantly and it's like you know the the ultimate goal for them is to try to transition things private and Mm -hmm. people were you know being laid off at the post office and I'm like (sighs) okay like you know sorry guys it's a little bit of a you know so that was that was the um it it was a learning process And I'm sure it was that you had to adapt and adjust. And I know many small owners and small business owners had to do so as well to get their product out there. Um, you know, unfortunately, we heard that during this pandemic, a lot of businesses folded or it was too stressful for them or, you know, they took that pause and then now have began to reopen again. Um, but you had consistently, you know, adapted to 
you know, having your product get out there and then you were, uh, those that follow her, you know, she would make a post like saying, sorry about the delay, this is what's going on. And, you know, people understood because, I mean, obviously we were in a pandemic, you know, kind of still right. are. Um, that's the thing about small businesses. So you have to adapt to the changes that you cannot control. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you can control the brand, you control the name, you control what you make and everything else. But outside of that, if it is a shipping issue, if it is, um, you know, delivery or that sort of thing, or if it's sitting in a warehouse, you know, because of what was going on and, you know, kind of the way what's still going on, those are things that you can't control. And I'm sure as a, as a business owner, that was frustrating for you. It, it definitely was, but, you know, I realized, you know, you can't control things that are out of your control. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, you just hope that people will be understanding and be patient. And I do appreciate the fact that for the most part, everyone was very, very patient, very, very understanding. And, you know, like you were saying with the post, that was, you know, my way of maintaining transparency. And I think that mm -hmm. that's a, a, a lot of, um, well, businesses in general, but definitely small business owners, it can be extremely overwhelming. And, um, you know, sometimes people feel when they're overwhelmed or, you know, anxiety is high, they kind of feel embarrassed because they feel like I should have a handle on this or I should, mm -hmm. I shouldn't, you know, I should know what to do or I feel like I don't know what to do. And a lot of that can be alleviated with communication. Mm -hmm. And just being open and being honest and not holding it all in, you know, freaking out and panicking and, you know, also not asking for help. Right. You know, that that's it's easy to fall into that trap. And I, I do even now sometimes, but I have to check myself and like, no, be honest. Mm -hmm. This is what you need or this is what happened. But that's that's one of the things I'm a stickler for customer service. I used to do trainings um, to train other businesses. And I'm mm -hmm. like that's good customer service, or at least try to have decent at best. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So is it just you that oversees this, or you have a very small team of people that help you with these orders in your business? So it's, I am a solopreneur, but I do have a team that steps in when I, when I really need it, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not just, you know, totally swamped. I have a good, a pretty good support system that, you know, if I need something, I can, run up. I have uh, my aunt, she's, she's a baker as well. So she's definitely um, stepped in and helped. And, you know, I can tell her, Hey, I got this many orders. I need to do this. I need you to do that. And she's more than willing to help me. She has her own business as well. It's um, Glam Pops for my soiree, but her Instagram handle is Glam Pops for MS. And she's amazing. She makes awesome cakes. So <laughs> shout out to your aunt. Shout out to yeah, her. Jeanette. Yeah, so, you know, but we we work as a team. We work really well together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when she knows, and I know if I need her, she's right there. That's so good. That, that's so good to have a support team that is there, right there in your corner. So Club Quarantine is so amazing, especially during the time when we uh, all didn't know and we had a lot of uncertainty going on and Derek Jones coming on, Dean Nice. Uh, for those that are fans of, of rap back in the day, Boogie Down Productions came on in that March. And it was it was a, a crazy time, like I said. And music, it was so great how music brought us all together, took us back to a place where we were able to dance and go to parties and go to skating rinks and go to barbecues and everything else. <laughs> and he did that right from his kitchen, which was so cool. And so what was awesome too is that 
he had given you a shout out because you had made something for him. And so that's where my interest was, you know, that you had made some kind of cake or something for him. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. What, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> she bakes? Who is this? Who is this Megs? Who is also Cupcakes? What is, what is going on? Is this for real? You know, so when he gave you a shout out like that, I mean, I know that had to be so surreal for you. And have you, uh, have you made any other treats? And I'm sure you have for any other people that are well-known in entertainment and, and famous folk that have, you know, actors, actresses, and all that. I have. I'm. I'm hoping to get a few more under my belt. But um, let's go. Um, well, we all know Spice is. He's yes. he's the character. <laughs> Spice has had a few cookies. His <laughs> videos. Had, um, his videos are were uh, reviewing your cookies was absolutely hilarious. But it was so Spice. <laughs> it was so it was Spice. So How he was doing? Yes. Yeah. And he he just recently told me that um, he's known for making red velvet cake. So, you know, I think we, we might be working on a little challenge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. A chef um, mix yeah. and a spice bake off. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's a character, but he's a really, he's a really good person. Um, and then some some, I guess you would say local for Los Angeles, some some other prominent people and you know, I just kind of, my, my friend said, I don't say enough about who, you know, who I've done stuff for, who I'm connected to. And I'm, I'm, I'm not that type of person. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'll, even when I know it's okay to post or something like that, I'll still be like, is it okay? And then sometimes I just won't because I'm like, that's just who I am. You know, I, I like to get a good rapport with people and, yeah. you know, you know, I'm like, I'll sign anybody's NDA, but even if I don't, I just won't say anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, when we were in Los Angeles, um, you know, that was, that was an amazing, amazing time. And it actually ended up unexpectedly making desserts for the artists for, uh, for Club Quarantine Los Angeles. So, that's you know, so incredible. Deborah Cox posted and I was just, and she was like, you know, she hit me up like, oh my God, the cupcakes for this. And I'm like, I know, I know that in your mind, like after you see that post, it should like number one pinching yourself, but you're like, right. is this real? Is right. this happening? Like, like how in the world, right? Right. I'm like, my desserts were in the dressing rooms of like the Isley brothers, you know, Sheila E, Eric Campbell, Common. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Did you ever imagine yeah. this? Because I know that you said like you got a great support base with your family and everything else, but Megs, did you ever imagine that your cupcakes would be, like you just said, in the dressing room of Deborah Cox, in the home of D-Nice, in, uh, you know, Spice Adams, you know, NFL legend, in, in his home? Did you ever think that your product would be in the hands of these people? Because I know still at times when you're just like looking at their posts or you're waking up and you're seeing your inbox with, you know, thank yous and messages or your orders coming, you're like, I'm... I can't believe I made this for them, or I can't believe right. that they want me to do. Like, that has to be surreal at some point. Yeah, it never, it, it doesn't really get old. I, I'm grateful um, that I've been able to make real friendships, you know, as a result. Um, that's like a, the biggest thing for me, that but part. I do have, yeah. I do have moments where I'm like, wow, 
that's pretty cool but <laughs> I've never been like the like the stand type because I always feel like at the end of the day they're human too and not to minimize their accomplishments or their greatness but people like to be like to feel normal yeah. and they don't want to, it to be that you know okay you're only talking to me because I'm this person because yes. you think I have this pool. So I've, and I've always been like that. Like I've always been in and around the entertainment industry pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's been a thing for me not to be taken the wrong way. I mean, cause you know, in general, you don't care what people think about you, but you do. Mm-hmm. So I've just always been, been aware of that. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you make friends and, you know, Being authentic I'm, I'm matters. Proud of, right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of everyone. And that, yeah, I do sometimes like I'll see, um, I'll see like somebody that I've done something, the celebrity that I've done something for. And I'm like, I just talked to them, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it, it does, I'm not being totally unrealistic. I'm not like everybody's my bestie or anything, but right. You know, I, it's it's cool. It, I still, I don't know. Sometimes I think that I have moments where I struggle with imposter syndrome. So <laughs> it's, it's getting off that. And it's funny, John Copeland, um, he was one of the people in LA that was like, look, you have done so much for so many people and you don't say much, you don't post much. He was like, but look, if you don't post this, if you don't let everybody know this weekend, and John will let you know. He yeah, and you know he has a very special way of saying mm-hmm. things that I can't repeat. You're right, John will <laughs> let you know. He, he got me together and like D West. She it was funny. It was two separate conversations, but they both basically said the same exact things to me and was like, okay, after, and they were like, from here on out, we know you're modest, but mm-hmm. look, you need to be. Like you're doing some great things. And I'm like, you know, this this is work. <laughs> it's what you love, Megs. And I think that that is, is shown in every single thing that you do and the items that you make and the items that you bake. But you also take the time to lift up other businesses. It's not just yours. You you put other small businesses in the forefront and you you're you're you want them to grow and you want them to succeed. Absolutely. So what what is what's made you start doing that? And what has the feedback been from small businesses that you've given a shout out to or you posted on your uh, your page on Instagram? So that started way before any of this, way mm-hmm. before shutdown. I've always, because my family, we're full of, we're, it's a bunch of entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that's been a big thing, you know, giving, don't, don't, you know, in school they said don't hide the ball, but, you mm-hmm. know let help people because that's how you stay blessed you know yeah. be a giver it doesn't it's not necessarily monetary but you know if you know something there's no harm in in telling someone and just being um a help uh, most of my family we're all researchers so we're always looking it, it would be fascinating to me to see like my grandparents and my mother and, and you know my family they would know so many things like not mm-hmm. just trivia things but like health wise and they could refer you to this and that, and that always fascinated me and they would be 100% accurate yeah. <laughs> this is before google and all of that I'm like some of the things I hear now I'm like they were telling me this way a back, long time you know? ago so, yeah 
Right. But it's always, you know, being a help and, you know, having, you know, having that, that spirit in you to want to help others. So it, that's how it's always been. Um, the first time that I, um, I shouted someone out and I didn't find out until maybe months later, it was quite some time later, but their sales jumped like ridiculous. I want to say that I can't remember the exact amount, but I believe like the day or day after that I posted um, her business, I want to say she had like 75 orders in wow. one day. Wow. And I had no idea. I had mm -hmm. no idea. I was impressed with the product. It's actually, um, and we've actually since become business partners. Um, I don't know if you know Chef Joelle. Yes. 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 So she has a line. She's she's an amazing chef um, and culinary chef. And mm -hmm. she has a, an amazing line of seasonings. And she makes all of them, um, all of them herself. And, you know, she has a, a beautiful team of people that are working with her. And I was very, very impressed with the product. So I did a nice little video for her. And I didn't find out. I want to say it was a while and I didn't even know. And she was like, you know, I've been meaning to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, that's that's amazing. You know, that's what I wanted it to wanted it to do. So that's, you know, that's been a thing, just pushing people to let them let them know that you can do it. Mm -hmm. You can make it, you know, it it's not going to be easy, but you know, mm -hmm. keep going and you know, being that that lighter, that little bit of encouragement to let them know, okay, maybe I am doing something right. So that's that's how it's always been. And I, I like to see things done right and things done in excellence. And if I know I can help someone, you know, I'll offer that help. We actually, um, a friend of mine, I, um, I haven't done it in a while, but I was doing Wealthy Wednesdays where I go live on Wednesdays to highlight business. I love those segments. And yeah, and a friend of mine um, from Colorado, a really close friend of mine, I interviewed him. And uh, while we were on there, we were acknowledging some of the small businesses in the chat and we um, just right on the spot, he was like, you know what, what he asked the person, what was one of their needs? Mm -hmm. And she was saying that she wanted to, you know, improve on her food photography and that she would like to have one of the, you know, like the nice backgrounds where it's the back and the bottom, yeah. just like marble and things. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, we're going to buy you a backdrop. And we did, and we ordered it on Amazon, had it sent straight to her. And, you know, it was a couple other people we gave cash apps to. So, so you know, good. it's just, we, it's, it's from a genuine place, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you want to stay blessed, but you know, you just want to be just to be, it's just nice to be nice. That's what my family has drilled in us, you know, so. And to, see people, to and to see people win, you know, that, that's, right. the, that's the best thing ever is to see people win okay. and accomplish and accomplish their, their goals that they want to do and things that they want to achieve. And right. they, they continue to, that kind of encouragement continues for them to, to, to fully believe in themselves. That, yeah. that's, that's the best feeling in the world when you see someone who has truly given everything to their passion, love what they're doing, uh, love you know, serving others through either through food or through, you know, whatever talents that they have, you, you, you the best part is just seeing them succeed and seeing them win. So I, I love that you do that. I love that you highlight uh, their, their business and their drive and their entrepreneur, um, their entrepreneurship as well. Mm -hmm. Where do you see your business going uh, as far as also cupcakes? You, you've done, uh, you've done cupcakes, you've done cookies, you have 
uh, as you and I talked about, um, still in, you know, in shock of where your wonderful treats have gone <laughs> in whose dressing rooms or whose houses or right there. And they've done numerous amount of posts and all of that uh, to, to end, end our, our, our show with you. Um, where do you see Oso Cupcakes going? That's a good question. Um, I'm going through some transitions now and I've been mulling that over. Um, I would love to eventually be in a, in a place, a physical place where people can come in and out, but I have, I have specifics <laughs> on that one, but um, working on getting in stores, you know, things like that and really, really being able to focus on the business consultation of things, of course, mm -hmm. baking and um, prior to I was doing, you know, weddings and things like that. So the fun stuff, you know, catering, all of that, but really expanding into a place where I can still work, still do what I love, but have the business side, you know, bring people along with me. So we're growing together. So right. that's, that's where I see just, you know, growing and evolving. So, you know, I'm still, I'm still working, working it out and seeing. And also before I forget, um, when we're talking about small businesses, so with August being um, Black Business Month, I am running a campaign right now where uh, my brown butter bird, no, my brown butter chocolate chip cookies are on sale right now with a promo code BLESSED. And a portion of the proceeds for all of those sales uh, will be sending money to small businesses and Black-owned businesses um, for the rest of the month. So I have a post on, on my Instagram page and you know, I've been encouraging people to post their cash app name. So even if whether someone buys some cookies or not, you know, if you see somebody in the comments and you just want to bless them with the cash app, it can be any dollar amount, but just something to encourage them, especially, you know, during this, during this month. That's so good. Oh, like you see, you have such a big heart and that, and that's so amazing to see. And that's, I think that is such a huge lesson for all of us in this in this business industry uh to support one another and truly genuinely support one another not caddying this not backbiting not any spite uh, or jealousy i yeah. think that if we truly do do you know support one another that we grow and it not just our business grow but us as a person on the inside with our giving and seeing you know outside ourselves that 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 precedence and that takes place is is such a beautiful thing to uh see everything around you evolve and seeing nice. who you are as a person evolve and i i am I'm, I'm beyond excited for you and like i said at the top when i was introducing you uh, you have a phenomenal music background and hopefully we hear some music from you soon because you can sing, girl. Listen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you can sing. And then that post that you put up with your father and both of y'all, that throwback video of you and him at the piano and both of y'all just singing together. It was absolutely beautiful. So you, uh, I hope you. that your dad had a, a great birthday. And I, be I believe you did. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely my, my both sides of my family. We have singers and musicians, but mm -hmm. my father, um, his family is very, very, 
very deeply rooted in music. My grandparents actually sang and my grandfather was, my grandmother sang in a singing group, a gospel singing group and she would travel and you know, all of that good stuff. So that's, that's definitely, that's, that comes before, music comes before everything, honestly. <laughs> yes. And you, y'all have an amazing talent. So keep doing what you're doing, keep growing, keep giving. Uh, and I want people to stay connected with you. So how can they follow you on social media? So pretty much across all platforms, I am Oso Cupcake. So that's O-H-S-O-C-U-P-C-A-K-E-S. <laughs> so at Oso Cupcakes on Instagram. Um, I'm on TikTok, not as much, but I'm going to beef that up. And then, of course, Facebook, there's Oso Cupcakes by Megs. And then my website, www.osocupcakes.com. <laughs> and she's doing a great thing for August, ladies and gentlemen. So check out her page. Check out how you can support other small businesses, how you can buy her amazing, amazing, delicious product, as I will do today, so that my wonderful husband, I will be wife of the year as soon as those cookies arrive. So they're absolutely delicious. You can definitely tell that they are made with love and they are made with uh, care and definitely a lot of TLC into your product. Chef Megan Ashley, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's an honor and I appreciate you having me. <laughs> Absolutely. And everybody, for thank you so much for watching and for listening. And as I always end the show, take care and stay safe. We out of here. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.